I just want to say as clearly as I can that this last year, 2021, has been very challenging for the Jim and Dorothy Deal family. Uh, it uh, First, we could say it was COVID, and you, we've all gone through that. Uh, you have, I have, the churches have, the college has. I don't need to explain that, but it has not made life easy. Then next in my little uh, journey through life, July 21st of this su last summer, my wife, Dorothy, I had to do the most difficult, make the most difficult decision I've ever made in that regard. Had to take her to a memory care facility because dementia had, uh, had wrapped her into its fog and uh, I had been the chief caregiver for at least a year and a half, maybe two years. And it was wearing me totally out. And I don't need to get into this, but uh, I lost 30 pounds through the process. And I can understand why when you're up in the night and up in the day and on and on and on. So we had to do that in order to help her and maybe to save me. So then that, uh, that was uh, late July. Then August 4th, I had to report at the right place to have surgery to remove a cancerous tumor from my bladder. And that uh, was another challenge. And then the follow-up of that was to uh, have to go in to get uh, a chemo called mitomycin. And those chemo injections were made into the bladder once a week for six weeks. And I'm just gonna tell you brothers and sisters right now, don't volunteer to, be, uh, to do that. Uh, if they pay you $100 a time, it's not worth it. <laughs> it was, the, the side effects were more than I wanna get into, but it was just old fashioned difficult. And then August 27th, we're still in that same month of August, something happened to Dorothy. And uh, Thursday night, Friday morning, in the middle of the night, something happened to her heart and she became unresponsive uh, to emergency. And then that's when I was called, of course, and then uh, there all day long in, uh, in the Lutheran Hospital emergency area. Uh, then uh, at nine o'clock at night, they came and said, we are not going to admit her because we are a hospital. We try to make people well. She is trying to die. You have to take her to a hospice facility. Well, I didn't, where do you go, you know? Well, they have that all under control. And within an hour, she was in a hospice facility by 10 o'clock or so on that uh, Friday night. Well, all of a sudden, life is really turning upside down for me. And uh, that was Saturday, then Sunday, Monday at noon. Dorothy breathed her last, took her last breath. So she was only in hospice uh, three, maybe four days, if you count parts of days. And my wife and soulmate of 65 years was gone. And you talk about changes. I was still dealing with this cancer situation, but uh, now I'm the biggest change of my life had come. And that was 
I was now alone. I've never lived alone in all of my life. I grew up with four, uh, with the, the four of us, four kids, and so mom and dad, six of us, that's a happy home. Then to Olivet, well, don't don't think living in the dorm that you're alone with those Jay Hughes running up and down the uh, hallways. Then I got married a little young. We got married after our first year at Olivet. And life has been full, full, full ever since. And all of a sudden, uh, I, I, I will not admit my age because I'm in denial on that. I'll just go ahead and tell you that. But uh, I, I'm, I'm alone. And the house is way too quiet. And uh, I've heard stories forever about this. Well, all of a sudden, it's not them, it's me. And so uh, through all of that and all of the other things that we could wrap into it for the year, the Lord has tried to teach me lessons again. And if I could distill the year into one truth, this is the truth that has uh, riveted itself into my heart and mind. It's just simply this. We can't make it through the tough challenges of life without God and God's people. All of my life, I've been the the pastor, the DS, <laughs> the general superintendent, I guess. I'm the one always going you just mentioned uh, there, doctor, you just mentioned Tom Bailey's funeral. Well, I was the one called to jump a plane and get over there and not only speak, but try to give comfort to Judy and, and that family. I've done that all of my life, just like most of you have. We, we are the, uh, the ministers. All of a sudden, I needed some people to help me. I needed to be ministered to. And I'm not used to that. And so scriptures uh, started to come. People were calling me and emailing me and writing to me and all of the rest. And so scriptures, uh, I, I've distilled them down to just uh, three at this point. And here, listen to uh, familiar, I know, but Isaiah 43, one and two, fear not for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. So yes, <laughs> we're going to go through the fire and the flooded rivers, but, but I'm not going to let you drown, the Lord was saying. I, I know your name. Then Lamentations 3.22, because his compassions fail not, they are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I hope in him. Well, thank the Lord. I need that every morning. I need to be reminded that God is faithful even today. I'll have to admit to you that I have even felt a time or two this year like Job. 
in old Job 23.10, but he knows the way that I take. And when he has tested me, I shall come forth as gold. I hope I do. I hope I will. I kind of feel like it's been the year of testing. And I think you, uh, you all understand that. Like the little boy said when he knelt down beside the bed to have a little prayer before he went to bed, he said, thank God for God. <laughs> That's the way I feel today. We can't make it. My friend, you, brother, sister, you can't make it through the tough challenges of life without God. We are not lone rangers. And uh, you've had challenges too. I know you have. You're, you're alive. It's 2021. The devil, if nobody else, the devil's going to beat on you, as well as all the other circumstances that we have. But, however, I also need God's people. God's people to reach out to me. And so do you. So I want to, uh, I just want to remind you that the scriptures talk a lot about we need to give each other love. We need to give each other compassion and mercy and encouragement and grace. But a word started to echo in my mind that I had read in the scripture a long time ago. So I looked it up. The word is knit, knit. Samuel 18, one, the soul of Jonathan was knit to the soul of David and Jonathan loved him as his own soul. Now that's some kind of love. Their hearts were knit together. And you know the story of David and Jonathan. Well, then, uh, there we find in uh, Colossians 2, 2, Paul picked it up, and he said that our hearts may be encouraged being knit together in love. Now, that's the New King James, but uh, maybe whatever translation may use a different word, but I love that word knit. I, I want to tell you today that... Um, there are people scattered, some in Denver area, some across America, and some beyond. Their hearts are knit together with mine. And I thank the Lord for that. I want to repeat what I said. I am not a lone ranger. I'm not going through this life on my horse, telling everybody whatever. <laughs> no, no, I need people I need people around me. And uh, Peter then picked it up. Now, he didn't use the word knit. But listen to this in 1 Peter 1.22. Since you have purified your soul in obeying the truth through the Spirit, capital S, Holy Spirit, in sincere love of the brethren, love one another fervently with a pure heart. Now, now, brothers, sisters, doctors, and 
professors and all. Peter was not talking about something sensual. He was not talking about something sexual, and neither am I. He was talking about loving one another fervently with a pure heart. Not a sensual love, but a godly love knit together. Well, I just wanted to tell you today that in my experience of 2021, that I have needed God and I need God's people. And so uh, the cards started to come and uh, after Dorothy's death. And they, they weren't just signed, you know, John and Joan, whatever. Uh, they, they wrote something and they, they remembered Dorothy and they said she was uh, so nice to me at that district assembly. And, she went over that pastor's and wise retreat. We had a little, little time out in the hallway where we talked. And they, they started saying things like that. I don't say this for any other, any other reason. I'm trying to make a point that, that I thank God for God's people. But I've received 251 cards written since Dorothy's death. And I'll just be honest, I have not thrown them away. I've got two nice big pictures of Dorothy and those cards are right in the middle saying, um, honey, <laughs> we had, you had more friends than what you knew. And I just want to tell you today what you already know. It's Christmas time. It's Christmas. If there's ever a time of the year when we need to say thank you to those that have been knit to our hearts, they've helped you with your assignment. They've helped me with my assignment. We, we need to uh, write them a note. We need to send them a card. We need to send them an email. We need to send them a text. It wouldn't hurt to pick up the telephone and call somebody and say, you know, we've gone through some tough stuff this year, but you've stood by me. And I just want to say thank you. I love you. God bless you. If I was closer, I'd hug your neck. <laughs> the truth is, it may not be bad to get up when I'm done. Don't leave yet and go to somebody and hug their neck, like they love to say in the South, and say, you have really helped me. You are a soulmate of mine. I thank God for you. I'm saying that more and more these days to people. I thank God for you. You are some of God's people in my life. So I have learned the truth again. I don't want to get into this, but the Lord had to teach me with the death and dying of our son, Dave, which and he was 46 years old and it was melanoma cancer. I learned then I needed God's people. Well, I've sure learned it again this year of 2021. And I, I believe that we all need to be reminded. But let me change one word in what I tried to give you. I said, we can't make it through the 
tough challenges. Now let me put it in the positive. We can make it through the tough, uh, the tough challenges of life with God and God's people. You can do it. I can do it with the help of God and God's people. Well, I live in Lakewood, Colorado, and since, especially since Dorothy's death, uh, in the evening, I will go out and sit on our little uh, front porch, we'll call it. Uh, our deck is in the back, but that faces the west, and it gets very hot in the summer there. So in the cool of the day, I would be out, I would get the mail, and, and I'd be reading through that, and I'd be answering uh, some texts and all, right from the little front porch thing. And the neighbors will be walking by uh, and uh, they wave and, and they'd yell at me or holler. And I'd hop down to the sidewalk and say something. Well, here comes uh, the folks that live about eight houses, eight houses on down the hill and around the corner. A younger couple with their three children, the, the little fellow on his uh, tricycle and the young gal on her bike and the little one in a little stroller. And they stopped and, and hollered up and, how's Dorothy? Well, I went down to the sidewalk and said, she, she, she's gone. She, she, she died. They said, she what? I said, she, she, she died. And, and these are neighbors. I don't even know that they're Christians. They're just nice neighbors. And they started, especially the wife started to cry. She grabbed onto me. Well, it was a, quite a moment. And they, after their hugs and all, they went on down the sidewalk and I went back and my heart was warmed. <laughs> the neighbors actually care. And I, that touched my heart. Well, the next evening I was out there and got my mail. And I was going through it, and here they came. But they didn't come around from the left because they do the circle of the, of the big block. They came up the hill from my right. And, and here the little fellow, he was not on his little tricycle. He was trotting along. He had something. And the, the young gal, maybe she's nine years old, she had little something. And they were coming up to me. And I got up and went down. And they had drawn pictures that day to, to say something to me. So they gave me their two hand and drawn and colored pictures. And then now here, the, the husband had this big, big bowl of food and a chicken uh, Parmesan. And, and here, this is for you. And, and then they, he gave me another, well, beautiful card and, and the th words in there and some more hugs. And, and I took the food and hugged those little kids and, and dad and mom too, and went into the house to put the food in the refrigerator. And the Lord just whispered, uh, you're not alone. You're not alone. Um, I don't even know if all of your friends are Christians, but, but I'm bringing them by because you need God and you need God's people. And when they would say, we're praying for you, Jim, I'm not saying, well, tell me now what church do you go to? And, and uh, 
all like, man, God, if they're going to pray like my other neighbor who's Catholic, I don't care if she's Catholic or what. If you're praying for me, God bless you. <laughs> and if she brings me over another lunch, well, uh, uh, Catholic food tastes good too. I'm kind of, I'm kind of acting up on you here right now, but you know, we don't have to be so, so tight just among ourselves. Anybody that God wants to bring to be a blessing to me, I'm going to say, thank you, Jesus. So my last word to you today and the clock on the wall says, I think I've hit my 20 minutes. I just want to say to you, you can make it through the tough challenges of life with God and God's people. So thank you, Dr. Sherwood, for uh, the reminder of Tom Bailey. He was a soulmate of mine. And so that makes you my, my buddy because you're connected through him. And here's old Jerry Stores here. Dr. Stores is on here. He's my friend. We go out to eat lunch once a month at least. And, and so many more of you. I, I don't want to be a Lone Ranger. I want to be part of the team. I need a family. It's God's family. You're part of it. Thank you. And have a great Christmas.